Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. Now, this is a very, very special episode for two reasons. One is it is the last episode of our special archives series. So the series where we decided to release four previously unreleased interviews from 2019 uh, onto the show. And of course, that means one thing. If it's our last one in that series, it means we are only one week away from releasing our three new series that are coming out on the BU with Declan Edwards podcast. So on this podcast, as of next week, you will have access to three different series. So our first series is 15-Minute Mindset, and that is a short, punchy series that comes out twice a month where I sit down and in under 15 minutes, teach you a practical school uh, skill, tool, or strategy to enhance your mindset and your overall life. And our second series, which will be coming out once a month, is our Insider Scoop series, and that's where we sit down with people just like you people who are on their personal development and well-being journey and get them to share firsthand their experience of that and how it has positively changed their life. It is There are some beautiful moments in that series. I'm so excited for you to hear it. And then our third one is our Wizards of Wellbeing series. That's also going to come out once a month. And that's where we sit down with guest experts, thought leaders, industry leaders, and ask for their perspective and expertise on how you can live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life. So don't forget that all comes out next week. If you haven't subscribed to the show already, make sure you subscribe because then you'll be amongst the first people to find out when the new series launch. You'll get a notification so you can be the first one in there to really start looking after your well-being and personal development and take it to the next level. But the other reason this episode is particularly special to me, other than the fact that it's our last time before launching these new series, I couldn't think of a better way to end the show and end this series and move into the new series that we've got coming out than to welcome onto the show the man who I consider to be my first unofficial coach and mentor, my first inspiration, the man I really look up to and who helped me become the man I am today, Sebastian Terry. Now, you may have heard of Sebastian. He is the founder of A Hundred Things and of Kindsome. And he's, man, this, this guy is just incredible. The stuff he's done in his life and the way he's helped people continues to inspire me. I first came across Seb when I read an article online about a crazy Australian man who had volunteered to be the mascot for a Canadian ice hockey team. And what I found was a man who had created a list of a hundred things he wanted to do before he died in his mid-twenties and decide, you know what, I'm just going to pursue it. And since then, the movement has become something so much bigger than that. It's been about inspiring others to create a life of meaning, to give back and contribute, and to live a fulfilling life, whatever that means to them. He has appeared on Kerwin Ray's podcast. He's appeared on Goalcast. He's been shared by Jay Shetty. He's spoken all around the world. And now I'm very, very honored and excited to welcome him onto the BU with Declan Edwards podcast. So please do join me in welcoming our special guest, Sebastian Terry. Okay. Mate, welcome to the show and uh, thanks for jumping on all the way from your new place over in uh, LA. It's really exciting to have you here. Yep, absolutely. Big flag behind me, just in case you're wondering. It's, uh, I am. I'm in LA. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah, so nice. To, it's, firstly, it's awesome to be here because obviously we've known each other for ages. I'm so stoked you're doing this and spreading kindness and goodness and helping people and stuff. Man, thank you so much. I was just thinking before you jumped on actually about how I'd be doing uh, the intro to this show and yeah, I really think I was uh, important thing I believe is is people having 
role models or people to learn from at very formative years of their life. And that's why I'm particularly excited and grateful to have you on the show. I do think you've played a large part in that role for me uh, throughout my life at quite a formative uh, age for me. So I'm really pumped because I obviously know quite a lot of your story and what you're doing and I'm continually inspired by it. So to share that with our audience, I think is going to be a really big change maker. So rather than me doing that, I'd love to throw to you and have you introduce yourself to them and, and just share a bit of your story. Yeah, well, it's kind of, it's odd. I mean, I'll start with maybe the most recent thing, which is we're on the cusp of finding a kidney for a lady who needs a kidney and she's going to die without one through a stranger. We've engaged strangers to find a kidney for someone. Um, But this whole story started probably 10 years ago, um, just before I married a stranger in Las Vegas. And so to go back another step, I basically, yeah, I, I had lived a very kind of normal upbringing in Sydney doing all the things that we're sort of told to. And I was just a very good kid and obedient and stuff. And I was just sort of beginning to question things in my life. Uh, I had a degree, nothing that didn't really light me up inside and started a business, didn't light me up inside, made no money also. And in amongst all that, I lost a good friend of mine. And as you know, it just, all those three things sort of came together for me in one moment. And it made me realize that I wanted to change my life. And so I wrote a list of a hundred things that I wanted to do to be happier, to find happiness or purpose or passion. and that there were a hundred left to pursue it. And then that kind of, you know, took on a life of its own. I didn't do it for any attention or anything. It became somehow popular, I guess, through social media. Um, but I was doing a lot of things and then it, it resonated with a lot of people. People started sharing with me their lists. And I thought, that's interesting. So I changed my website into like a community for people to share their lists, as you know. And I ended up doing a lot of talks you know keep you know motivational talks hi mate and postman and uh <laughs> and uh yeah and that's, you know that's how we met you got me to talk at your school many many years ago so um yeah that kind of all like wrapped up and uh, not wrapped up i mean it sort of like ended up in a place where it was far bigger than me a big community of people and then people started asking me for help for particular things from their list and i tried to help as many people as i could and i you know from pushing a guy in a wheelchair to to uh so he could complete a half marathon to now finding someone's kidney um it's 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 been a pretty incredible journey and just such an amazing lesson for me and I suppose where that brings us to now is I match make acts of kindness so that's why I'm in LA I've been here for two years Um, I I came here to help as many people I could but more so create a platform which uh, allows people to ask for help on one hand and then offer help on the other hand so they can come together and and goodness in fact this flag that I was joking about this is the first helping project that I did in the US we helped a a lady who just lost her husband um, uh, in the grieving process basically she lived in a mobile home and you know just needed some love and attention and we took about 15 people out there and redid the whole thing painted it new bits and pieces and she gave me this flag which belonged to her husband who she lost and so this means a lot to me so yeah it's kind of why i'm here yeah mate that's amazing and i think the more i hear your story the more it highlights to me um it aligns so much with what i've come to really believe and be about you know our vision at bu is to make an impact starting with self and we talk a lot about how that process is, it's hard to make an impact in the world and in others' lives when you're running on empty and burnt out and exhausted or, or maybe a bit lost and directionless. And we can see sort of in your story, that process of, okay, give back to self, give back to self, give back to self. And they go, well, hang on, there's something more here now. How do I give back to others? How do I help others? Yeah. Run me through that process because I know, you know, for so many years, the focus was on completing your list. And yeah. you said it sort of morphed over time. Was that a difficult change? Was that, 
Well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult. It wasn't planned. It was very natural. It just sort of popped up. I've, you know, retrospectively, I now really believe that you, you know, you're on a plane and you hear often, they will say, put your oxygen mask on first before helping others. And I just think it's true. It, it's lovely, the notion of wanting to help other people. It sounds very noble of someone to say, oh, I help people. It's great. But it's only good if you've looked after yourself. And uh, if you don't, you'll try and help as many people as you can, but you'll run out of oxygen and you're done. So, no, I think probably what I realized on my list was my way of putting my oxygen mask on, figuring out who I was on a deeper level, how, what the world was, how it operated, what other people were like. And it was a very incredible, positive, optimistic kind of thing for me. And then it naturally led into people seeing me do that and then asking me for help. And, you know, whether I now talk to a crowd or whether I, you know, I have a reality show here, which is about helping people or whether it's someone in the street and they, you know, I, I try and help. I just think very naturally I've, I've made it a, a norm for myself to be open to helping other people, whereas I just couldn't before. And it's, you know, I'm not a unique story. This is a very common thing. And of course at BU, you teach this. So yeah, it's um, not only are we very aligned, but I, I feel that uh, to be part of a group of people who help in some way through just living very naturally, I, I, I feel really fortunate. Yeah. And I mean, I suppose that's really, I like to believe the, the point of life is, is to be like at the end of the day, there's some form of difference that was made. And I don't really care about scale per, per se. I don't care whether, you know, you've just made one person's day a little bit better or whether you've shifted an entire um, you know, yeah. industry or society, but to make something matter outside of yourself, I think is very important. I imagine there's been through this process, a lot of connection built. The reason I'm particularly interested in this, and I'd love to get your thoughts on, on, on connection and its importance to humanity is because I don't know if you've seen some of the stats at the moment about the loneliness epidemic we're in. Yeah. I think I was reading the other day, 36% of adults in the UK say that they're not close to a single human being. Wow. Yeah. Nearly what, wow. nearly four out of 10. Um, yeah, adults in the UK say that they're not close to another human being at all. Like they've got connections, but they're not deep connections. And yeah. Far. yeah, really what the, the soul craves. Talk me through the, how connections played a role in this whole process, especially now that you're playing this, as you said, a matchmaking sort of connection. Yeah, role. it's, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't know those stats. It's, that's, um, that's, you know, gobsmacking. It's not mm. good. Um, well, certainly what I've been finding is that every time, it got to a point where in the beginning of helping people, I would help as many people as I could but obviously I couldn't help everyone. So with the people I couldn't help, I would share their story online, uh, social media, website, say, hey, this is a story of Joe. Joe needs X, Y, and Z for a meaningful reason. Who can help him? And within a day, there was 20 offers, 30 offers, 100 offers from around the world uh, from people going, hey, we'll help, we want help, we want help, we want help. People going out of their way. Just the other day, we relocated a war veteran and his family. The war veteran has a brain injury and he had to move 20 hours from Salem, Oregon to Colorado Springs, Colorado. The whole thing was powered by strangers who just were desperate to help. People are desperate to help. Why? Well, I think we're here to help, but I also think we lack connection. And so I think when you can take yourself out of your own life to be impactful in a meaningful way for someone else and you have that connection you can hug them afterwards you know their story you know you've contributed they've been vulnerable and brave enough to allow you in that's real and it's very rare nowadays in fact i was talking with someone yesterday about this i did a talk yesterday uh, two days ago for the uh, the lead guitarist for lincoln park this, mm -hmm. this guy called brad he's lovely and we were talking about this um that oh, i've forgotten what we were talking about now um, <laughs> I can't remember what I was about to say, but in the same kind of field, social media, of course, is ripping us apart. 
Um, we, you know, it can, it's, 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 it's not social media, it's our relationship with social media. Yeah. I think the point I was about to make um, with Brad is that we we're, we're ripped apart at, at, at such an immense kind of rate now that if you have a conversation with someone, you look in their eyes and you listen and you go, oh, tell me more. I'm, I'm here, I'm present, I, I want, that's rare. People, I, I remember I was in a conversation, I had two phone calls back to back, one was with someone the other day and it was like, Hey, hey, guy. Yeah, okay, cool. We're gonna. Yeah, sure. No worry. We'll catch up another time. Yeah. The next conversation was like someone said, "Tell me about yourself. What's happening? How are you feeling? What happened this afternoon? How did that make you?" And I was like, "Wow, that is like a breath of fresh air." And to be in a situation where you know to live in a world now where someone being present in a conversation is rare, that's not good. So yeah, the connection is all important. It's, it really is. That's why with the hundred things community, people are all like-minded people sharing their goals. You've been on some of the trips that we've gone on and yeah. you know, everyone's just tight as after that. And now people helping each other, people have, um, people who have been helped from this community for, through Kindsome, which is what I call this new kindness thing. Um, and now helping other people. And it's a ripple oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Now, Matt, I do want to ask because yeah, you mentioned I've been on a couple, uh, some of the trips that you've been on. Um, obviously, it's funny, over our uh, relationship together over the last few years, it's been speaking at my school, me helping out at your book launch, then us going over to uh, Everest Base Camp together. It's always been these little touch points. It's funny, I always feel I walk away with a, a, a new perspective and in some ways a challenged perspective about myself that helps me grow, which I think is a very important and valuable thing. In other ways, um, you know, an exciting perspective. And our most recent catch up in LA, I walked away and I remember turning to my wife and saying, it fascinates me how remarkably different Seb and I have become in our approaches, um, but the same core. We believe in very similar things. We value similar things. My approach is very, here's the goals. I'm moving directly towards them. Here's the game plan. Like, this is the strategy. That's, that's the path I'm taking in life. And I walked away and it was really fascinating. I think a breath of fresh air for me, just how almost go with the flow you are, sort of laid back, like what will be will be. If the opportunity is there, I'll jump on it. If not, Talk yeah. to me about where that comes from, because that fascinates me, and I think it's uh, something yeah. I've got more of. <laughs> I, well, I don't, I don't think there's a right or wrong either. Yeah. Um, in fact, I had my first ever business coaching call this morning. I was a recipient of the knowledge, you know. So I'm trying to get a little bit more structured with a few things. But yeah, I mean, I just have a, a immense faith in in people and an immense faith in myself. I know that I'm making decisions based on something which is very primal and, and deep for me, which is I want to be happy and I want to do the right thing. So. Um, well, actually, that's not yeah, I, the right thing. Isn't always the right thing. I just want to be happy, um, and I yeah, I, I I do like connection. I like having positive impact. So I just make decisions based on that. I have a thorough belief that if you make decisions based on something that's very true to you, and you just take action, you move forward, the world will show up for you. Whether that's a conversation that needs to be had, whether that's an opportunity, that it, things just show up. And if you have that faith, which I do, um, I don't. I feel I don't need to plan. Now that can obviously go in an extreme in a way that becomes kind of like not, not helpful. Yeah. Um, you know, and the truth is all the stuff that I do, everything's happened accidentally. And when I say accidentally, it's sort of been kind of on purpose, but without knowing that I wanted to do it. Mm. So reality shows, books, speaking around the world, helping people, blah, blah. but it could be done at such a higher level. If I integrated a little bit of what you have, which is the, the sort of like the strategic business mind, right? Which is of course the stuff that you're doing at BU and, and, and imparting on other people, which is so brilliant. So yeah, it's, I think there's a, a healthy middle ground, but to answer your question, yeah, I just have an extreme faith and belief in myself and the confidence that I'm doing things for the right reason. And I think the world will turn up for me. Have you always because I turn up, and That's the other thing, because I turn up for the world. Because okay. other people who think like that will meet me 
And then I real and I turn up for them, and I'm like, oh, I'm one of those people too. Yeah, so yeah. if everyone's like that, we're great. Have you always had that, or is that sort of? I think it was always like hidden in there somewhere. No, I've always been like that. I, when, when I left on my 28th birthday to start 100 Things 10 years ago, um, that was the moment where I just went, okay, I'm committing to this. Let's just see what happens. But I always had that idea. I've always thought that, you know, if I end up uh, in the middle of a desert with no passport in a random country, I'll be fine. Why? Because people, the world show up to help you out, you know? So, I've always, so I have always thought that. I think it's such a refreshing perspective to take about humanity as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're surrounded by media that, portrays humanity as this terrible thing and we're getting worse but all of the hard you know facts and figures say we're living in the best time of human history in terms of equality you know violence in terms of um poverty like we are becoming better as a species and i think we can often forget that and not see that um what are your hopes for people being able to i don't know see that perspective more and and, because it's so refreshing to hear um, well, yeah, I mean, like you say, I, 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 I think I'm kind of, uh, I'm working towards changing how we operate as a culture with one another. That's what I am into. Um, like you say, uh, the world, there are a lot of positives, you know, but poverty, equality, just to repeat the things that you're saying, we though focus on a lot of negatives, you know, and there are a lot of negatives too, by the way, but generally the, the, the trend is upwards. Um, so I think, you know, that kind of lends itself to also, you know, suggesting that we, the things that we focus on become the reality. And so people generally are focusing on the wrong things. And with the advent of social media and the way that everything goes, you turn on, you know, you go on your phone and within two seconds, you know, 10 bad things that have happened. Um, you know, that, that just needs to, that needs to change. So I I think generally like my vision is everything I do with a hundred things, everything I do with kinds is very positive, it's very uplifting. And it's about, you know, kind of like unleashing this positive, vibrant, being that we all are and we can be for ourselves and others so that I, I don't know kind of like where that ends up exactly but I do know that the people I've come into contact with and, and there have been many thankfully um a lot of them are in, are in a far better place than they were before and, and as am I um so I just want to sort of continue that on I do think with Kindsome this this kindness platform the opportunity there is is huge to I mean really great it's a into many, many facets of, of many, many people's lives globally. So that's kind of what I'm 100% into. You know, that's, that's it. I've been, I've been working on that all morning. I've, I've, yeah, it's, it's great. It's all, I, it's all I think about. Yeah. Man, I want to catch on something you just said then. You said, you know, they're in a better place, but so are you. Um, talk to me about the power that helping others has on the recipient or, and, and on the person who's helping. Yeah. It's, well, what's interesting is a lot of people say just about, in general, the concept of helping, that you benefit from it and you feel better. Mm-hmm because of that, it's selfish. Um, and I don't see that at all. Um, you know, unless you're purely doing it for your own selfish reasons, sure. Yeah. But generally, like if you help, the, the beautiful thing about helping somebody else is that, that it's win-win, no one loses. Mm-hmm. Person over there who needs help gets the help from this person. So this person's great, whatever issue they had, they don't have it anymore. This person over here was given a beautiful opportunity by this person who said, hey, I'm being vulnerable, I need help, can you help me? We're here to help people. There's no other way about it in my mind. So this person has an opportunity to be good and they are good. So these people come together and this person feels fantastic. This person feels fantastic and they're probably best friends by the end of it. And that's, you know, I'm talking from the experiences I've had. So um, yeah, it's absolutely circular and one doesn't happen without the other. And for someone to say, well, it's selfish because you feel good. Well, I think that person's uh, an idiot. I mean, like the word selfish is the wrong, you're like, 
it, why would you not? There are many ways to feel good. You could take drugs. Apparently, that's how you can feel good. You could do a, a number of bad things, right? Bad things. Um, you could help somebody and feel good. Surely mm. that's the best option. Mm. And, and it's proven to be one of the best options in terms of building long-term happiness anyway. You know, it's not this hedonic spike of happiness that goes away very quickly. Yeah. It's this meaning and purpose. It's this eudaimonic happiness that lasts. Um, I know I've experienced that. I'm very grateful to have had the opportunity to experience it um, as, you know, part of kind of some of the hundred things, obviously connecting with Laura last year was the first. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a good example. Do people know what you did there? Yeah, so we've, we've okay, just good. started talking about it. We're getting Laura on the podcast soon. So for those listening, look, that, keep an eye out for that one. But we've also just announced that we're doing another scholarship in 2020 um, off the back of making an impact with Laura. And it's something we're very proud to now be doing every year. Um, it, it, it's a scholarship to people that we can really impact and connect with and make a difference with. Before that, we'd never thought of that. And it wasn't until seeing that video and connecting with Laura and going, Amazing. we can really do something here. And as you said, like I grew so much from it and, and I got so much out of it. And so it's this really beautiful, as you said, it's a win-win. No one really loses in that situation. No, I mean, and, and it's funny, like we look for so many, we try and layer life with so many complications and rules and structures and, mm. and it doesn't have to be like that. Like you say, you know, it's a win-win. That's it. Yeah. It's great. You know, the only way, but the, I mean, again, going back a step is the only way you can truly get to that win-win situation is if you look after yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, you have to look after yourself. Otherwise, you, you're not in a healthy position to look after others mm. responsibly. And so talk to me about what those first steps might look like in your eyes for someone starting to look after themselves. Let's say rather than just going out and trying to frantically help others or secure their masks and meanwhile they're yeah. running out of oxygen, what would their first steps potentially look like? Well, I mean, I'd obviously say create a list, create a meaningful list of things. It doesn't have to be 100. It could be one, three, ten. You know, I, I just, I just texted a friend of mine Brittany, that's her name, Brittany, yeah. right? She was she, she uh, was asking for advice. Oh, a hundred's a lot of things to, um, to to do. And I said, yeah, it is. You don't have to do that. Do one thing. So I'm checking with her in a few. I, I said, I've got a podcast from my mate Declan. I'm going to check out with you afterwards. So how do you make a meaningful list is therefore the question because that's what you're after. Well, you tap into your values, I believe. If you tap into your values, you understand what you stand for. Um, on, on again, on a primal level, uh, the thing, and you, you can go into a deep, I do a lot of workshops as you do, I'm sure. And, you know, it's, uh, there's a way, there's many ways into getting into these values. But, you know, on, on a very surface level, you could just think about well, what are the things that kind of you consider your pillars in life? Is it family? Is it friends? Is it learning? Is it education? Is it faith? Is it adventure? Is it the unknown? Is it comedy? If you just, make a quick little list of those things. Then you have a look at the ones that you're not channeling any energy into at the moment. Start with that. Health is a big one. Health is a huge, this is a really common one. Health is important to most people. It doesn't have to be, but you know, it's one of those ones that probably should be. Uh, so a lot of people go health. That's an important pillar of my life. What are you doing about health at the moment? A lot of people say nothing. Yeah. Great. That, what a starting point. Make one, what's one thing you could do doesn't have to be going to a marathon. It's like, well, eat less bad food. Meditate once a day. It could be mental health too, obviously. Um, and that's just a starting point. And as soon as you just just start, like, I, I, I'm just such an advocate for action. There's so much talk that goes on in the world. Um, just start, start. Yeah, no, a big thing we say uh, in nearly every podcast episode is, you know, thank you for tuning in and, and accessing this knowledge. But remember that knowledge alone is worthless. It's not until you put it into action that it makes a difference. So go yeah, and I, do something with today. Completely. I just heard of this. I don't know what it, what it, what it was called, but 
something like podcast over people learn listen to podcasts now because they're so great uh, learning all this stuff they listen to the tim ferris's of the world and the joe rogan or whoever they listen to and then they don't do anything yep <laughs> well there's there's an abundance of information out there but the people taking action on that is far less it's like there's an inverse relationship all this information very little action so to your point you need to yeah, that's when it comes to that analysis paralysis when you're getting so much information so what do you do with that? i love that era if you said don't overcomplicate it to start with like choose a couple of areas put one goal in each one and um just do something with it like, like yeah. these are the pillars here's an area a goal for each one let's let's run with it mate we're coming towards the end of the interview i could really talk to you all day but i know that you've I got to write right. things on um i always like oh, to by the way you are a great interviewer i do a lot of these <laughs> and i and we were doing this as friends i didn't realize you were a great interviewer i really enjoyed this and thank you so much i really appreciate it um yeah, it's kind of funny looking back and connecting the dots of life. And first year of university was obviously journalism and uh, public relations. I think those skills are coming in handy now. Right. Uh, now, I like to put people on the spot for the last question and mm. sort of throw to them, if you had the ability to share one message with all of humanity, what would the message be? Be you. And I, I've said that it's not because it's the name of your company, which I, I had a time and I was like, yeah, people listening. I didn't pay him to say that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, and I don't, I, well, I, I don't mean your business necessarily, mm. but, mm. but I, maybe I do. Um, no, but what I've learned is uh, people know me for a hundred things. The hundred things story is purely a vehicle for me to work out who I am on a deeper level. That's it. And uh, because I'm, it's an ever evolving thing, by the way, but I, I'm a lot closer to it. And I think if you can A, work out who you are and then B, authentically be that person in every interaction you can be, um, humanity will benefit from that. If everyone in the world was suddenly themselves, mm. no rubbish, uh, no social media, you know, presence that needs to be tweaked and influenced, like just, if everyone was just themselves, the world would be great. And I agree 100%. It's something that yeah matters a lot to me. And the greatest gift we can give ourselves, our loved ones, the world as a whole, is to just be ourselves and take away the masks and the, you know, all the all the games that we play, trying to get a sense of self. When really, it's just it's been there. We just need to rediscover it. And I love that you mentioned for our listeners. I want to highlight something Seb said. It is an like an ongoing journey, and it's forever shifting because we're forever growing and changing as people. I'm not the same yeah. person I was five years ago, and. I hope yeah. five years from now, I'm not going to be the exact same. So it's that continual yeah. shifting. Yeah. Well, I remember like from the, the day we met uh, in Newcastle in person um, to then the, the book launch and then you say Everest, somewhere in that process, I think it was probably Everest. I remember looking at you and going, wow, Declan's grown up. And like to your point, you, you, we all grow up in life and we get to choose in which directions we grow up and you're growing up. From my perspective, uh, not that it matters, but in a really good, healthy way. And I, I love it. It's so good to see you do what you do. So thanks for having me. No, mate. Thank you so much. And thank you for continuing being part of my journey. And um, yeah, for giving some of your time today to come on and share your awesome. journey and, and your story with our listeners. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, same. Same to you. Really love that. I wish we could talk for more, but uh, I, I, we will another time. Of course. Mate, thank you so much. All right, brother. See you Bye. soon. Bye. I cannot express enough how meaningful that episode was for me to be able to sit down with Seb and to have that conversation and to share it with you guys as well. As I said, this is a man who continually has inspired me throughout my life and helped me become the man I am today. 
I'm so, so honored that you jumped on the show and I'm so grateful that you chose to listen to the episode and to give back to yourself by doing so. Now, don't forget that you can connect with Seb on Facebook. Just search Kindsome. Definitely check out the Kindsome website. It's an amazing movement. I'll leave a link in the show notes uh, and search for Sebastian Terry on social media. He's an amazing man and his content will inspire you. He's just very down to earth and very real. And of course, make sure you subscribe to this show. It is a great way to help us help more people. Now, don't forget that as of next week, our new series is launching. We've got a whole new lineup of amazing people and practical tools and strategies to help you create a life of thriving. And it all comes out seven days from now. So make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. That way, you're going to be able to get those notifications when it comes out. You're going to be able to move forward and take action straight away. And I honestly, like I'm very proud of the episodes we've got coming out. I think it's some of the best podcast episodes we've ever made in the history of this show. I cannot wait for you to get access to those series. But until then, I'm going to leave you for seven days in, in eager anticipation and remind you as always to make an impact, start with self and to be you.